Welcome to this act of worship for Mothering Sunday from St. Bride's Church, Fleet Street. Throughout its 1,500-year history, the worship at St. Bride's has continued unbroken despite some astonishing setbacks. Our building was completely destroyed in the Great Fire of London of 1666 and again during the Blitz in December 1940. And yet, worship in this ancient holy place continued. The present pandemic presents us with a different kind of challenge because, like all churches, we are not permitted to hold public acts of worship for the time being. But that does not mean that the worship of St. Bride's will cease. I shall be offering these acts of worship on your behalf, so please join your prayers with mine. We have collated this service from live archive recordings, as well as today's readings, prayers, and a sermon which have been specially recorded for this occasion. We shall be releasing a recording of our Sunday worship at our usual service times of 11 o'clock for our choral Eucharist and choral Evensong at 5.30 p.m. These recordings will be made available at those times on Sunday and you will also be able to access them on our website, Facebook page, Twitter account, and as a downloadable podcast at SoundCloud, to which you can subscribe in order to receive it automatically. Just search for St. Bride's Church website to find them. May the light and hope of Christ be with you as our worship begins. Jesus said, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother.
The Lord be with you. Please be seated. Let us pray. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The sacrifice of God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart God will not despise. Let us come to the Lord who is full of compassion and acknowledge our transgressions in penitence and faith. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may serve you in newness of life, to the glory of your name. Amen.
Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. God of compassion, whose Son, Jesus Christ, the child of Mary, shared the life of a home in Nazareth, and on the cross drew the whole human family to himself. Strengthen us in our daily living, that in joy and in sorrow we may know the power of your presence to bind together and to heal. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the first book of Samuel. Hannah conceived and bore a son. She named him Samuel, for she said, I have asked him of the Lord. The man Elkanah and all his household went up to offer to the Lord the yearly sacrifice and to pay his vow. But Hannah did not go up, for she said to her husband, As soon as the child is weaned, I will bring him, that he may appear in the presence of the Lord and remain there forever. I will offer him as a Nazarite for all time. Her husband Elkanah said to her, Do what seems best to you. Wait until you have weaned him. Only may the Lord establish his word. So the woman remained and nursed her son until she weaned him. When she had weaned him, she took him up with her, along with a three-year-old bull, an ephah of flour, and a skin of wine. She brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh, and the child was young. Then they slaughtered the bull, and they brought the child to Eli. And she said, O oh my Lord, as you live, my Lord, I am the woman who was standing here in your presence, praying to the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has granted me the petition that I made to him. Therefore I have lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he is given to the Lord. She left him there for the Lord. This is the word of the Lord.
reading from the letter of Paul to the Colossians. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teach and admonish one another in all wisdom, and with gratitude in your hearts sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Standing near the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the living God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is Mothering Sunday, which has evolved in popular culture into an occasion when we are especially nice to our mums, if we still have them. But in origin, it was, of course, a celebration of our mother, the church. Our personal experience of being mothered will, of course, be unique to each one of us. It may have been absolutely wonderful, utterly appalling, or something in between. But there is something about maternal love at its very best that is remarkable and life-giving and selfless and costly. An experience I had 11 years ago brought this home to me very powerfully. I was present with one of my oldest friends. She and I had been at school together and had children of the same age during her final illness and at her death. I was always amazed at how stoical she had been when receiving the news that her cancer was terminal. But what she said to me was this, I keep reminding myself of how much easier it is for me to cope with what lies ahead as part of my own journey than it would be to have to stand by and watch one of my children going through it. That is maternal love. Just like the she-bear whose instinct is to do anything to protect her cub. And one of the hardest things for any mother to experience is to find herself unable to feed her children. I am preaching this sermon for you in St. Bride's this morning but I am preaching it to an empty church. Like all churches across the UK, we have no choice but to suspend our public acts of worship here until the coronavirus pandemic is brought under control. To do anything else would be reckless and irresponsible, and the health and welfare of the elderly and vulnerable in society must always come first. But it is a strange and dislocating experience 
to have to communicate with you remotely. Even more painful was the experience of recording the Eucharist here, knowing that I am unable to share it with you, knowing that I am unable to share with you the life-giving bread and wine that is Christ's broken body and shed blood. Because every mother needs to feed her children, and St. Bride's, our mother church, yearns to feed each one of you. It is heartbreaking for us to be unable to gather together as we normally do, Sunday by Sunday, for worship and prayer and fellowship, because we are a family, a marvellously disparate jumble of individuals, each one of us at a very different stage of life's journey, but a family we most certainly are. And at times like this, it is faith that will sustain us. Having faith in this context does not mean denying the reality or the gravity of the situation we are in. On the contrary, that reality is always our starting point. Rather, it is a call to all of us to ensure that by the grace of God, fear and darkness do not and cannot have the last word. Even if St. Bride's cannot feed you in the normal ways at present, we are looking at all kinds of other means by which we can support you and sustain you during the difficult days and weeks ahead. Our aim is to produce two recorded acts of worship every Sunday, which you will be able to access through our website and also to provide some regular resources for prayer and reflection, which you can use at home. On the news in recent days, we have continued to see examples of our fellow human beings at their very worst and at their very best. At their worst because people are extremely frightened at the moment which drives them to act with mindless degrees of selfishness, bulk buying unnecessarily and clearing the shelves of essential commodities so that those who are elderly or most in need are left with nothing. And we see a different kind of selfishness in those who refuse to take the official guidelines about hygiene and social distancing seriously utterly indifferent to the fact that their irresponsible actions could kill people. We have also seen some amazing and heartwarming acts of courage, generosity and selflessness, sometimes from the most unexpected of people. As so often seems to happen, the biblical readings set for today have an uncanny resonance with the situation we are currently facing. It is worth remembering that the New Testament texts themselves emerged out of a situation of profound challenge and difficulty when the Christian community was living under threat of violence and persecution. 
Our reading from Colossians reminds us of how we should conduct ourselves. We must all strive to rise above our natural instincts to panic and focus inwards on our own selfish needs. On the contrary, we are told, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, meekness and patience. Clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts and be thankful. Be thankful. Like many of you, I have had difficulty finding food in the shops in recent days, which for me has given new meaning to that familiar phrase in the Lord's Prayer that we so often rattle off without giving it a second thought. Give us this day our daily bread. One of the things we are all going to have to learn to do rather better is to focus on the here and now. Do we have enough to eat for today? That in itself is something to be thankful for. If we can keep thankfulness even for small things rather than fear at the forefront of our thoughts, then we are far more likely to survive this terrible time in good shape and help others to do so too by the example that we set them. And then there is our gospel reading, those profoundly moving words from St. John when the dying Jesus from the cross entrusts his mother and the disciple whom he loved to each other as family. Woman, here is your son. Here is your mother. From that point onward, they were to be family, as we too are called to be family. We have prepared a little Mothering Sunday gift for members of our congregation. We didn't know when we planned this that we would not be able to give them to you in person at this service, so instead we shall be posting them to you at home. There is a prayer card for you, and with it a little ball made up of wildflower seeds encased in clay. Scatter the seeds in a flower pot or a window box or a little corner somewhere. Give them some water and let nature do the rest. It is a gift that has suddenly acquired levels of meaning that we hadn't originally intended. Not only as a symbolic reminder that everything that we do now sows seeds for our future, but it also reminds us to look around, to notice the little gifts of God that are everywhere around us. Gifts that cost us nothing. The beauty of God's creation, the signs of spring, the small promises of hope and gestures of love that will abide whatever we have yet to face. Social media can be a bit of a mixed blessing at times like this, but I have to say there have been some wonderful and inspiring prayers 
poems and messages posted in recent days, and I would like to end by sharing one of them with you. My sincere apologies to the unknown author because I received it unattributed. If I could acknowledge it, I would. But the message that it contains is important for all of us, and it is this. When this is over, may we never again take for granted a handshake with a stranger, full shelves at the store, conversations with neighbours, a crowded theatre, Friday night out, the taste of communion, a routine checkup, the school rush each morning, coffee with a friend, the stadium roaring, each deep breath, a boring Tuesday, life itself. When this ends, may we find that we have become more like the people we wanted to be, we were called to be, we hoped to be, and may we stay that way, better for each other because of the worst. Amen. Let us now stand and affirm our faith in the words of the We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church, we acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, at this time of international fear and uncertainty, grant us courage and steadfastness. Help us to live each day mindful of its blessings, however small, however hidden. 
and open our eyes to your many gifts to us, gifts that we so easily take for granted. Give us this day our daily bread and grant us a spirit of generosity to share what we have with those who have little. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray today for all whose lives and livelihoods have been devastated by the coronavirus pandemic. We pray for the sick and the bereaved. We pray for those whose lives are in turmoil because their work or their income has evaporated. We pray for those who do not know how they are going to survive in the near future. We pray for all who are fearful. We remember those who are alone and lack personal support, especially the elderly and the vulnerable. We pray for those who feel lonely and abandoned, those who have been forced to self-isolate, those who are separated from friends or loved ones. And we pray for those whose mental state is particularly fragile at this time. Open our eyes to all that we can do, however small, to ease their plight and open our hearts to the pain of all your suffering children. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for all members of the medical profession, for our doctors, nurses, and all their support staff, for those who are struggling so courageously to cope with a rising tide of desperate need. We pray especially for those who are exhausted and overwhelmed by the task of caring for those who are sick or in hospital. And we pray for the leaders of the nations that they may govern wisely and well during this time of acute public need and economic chaos and uncertainty. We pray for our emergency services, for all who are striving to keep the fabric of our society intact, for those who work to feed our nation, for our producers, suppliers, and those who work in our stores and supermarkets. And we pray that the spirit of your generosity, your love, and your grace may touch the hearts and minds of us all. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the church throughout the world and for this church of St. Bride. We give thanks for all who have kept alive the flame of faith here over so many centuries. May this holy place continue to be a beacon of light and an oasis of peace for all who come. On this Mothering Sunday, we give thanks for our mother, the church, and we remember all who know the joys 
and the challenges of motherhood. We give thanks for the life-giving spirit of maternal love, but we remember too those who live with the pain of childlessness and those who have watched their children suffer. And we pray for ourselves and for one another as we ask your blessing upon our life as a community of faith and as part of the family of Christ. Heavenly Father, we ask for your protection and guidance. May your love surround us. May your wisdom inspire us. May your will direct us. May your strength sustain us. And may your holy angels guard, protect, and defend us in all that we do. We ask this in the name of Jesus, our Lord. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Will you please stand? Since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, who has given us access to his grace. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this wine to offer fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever.
indeed right. It is our duty and our joy at all times and in all places to give you thanks and praise. Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and Eternal God, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. And now we give you thanks because you give us the spirit of discipline that we may triumph over evil and grow in grace as we prepare to celebrate the Paschal mystery with mind and heart renewed. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and singing.
accept our praises, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And as we follow his example and obey his command, grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood, who in the same night that he was betrayed took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of his kingdom, and with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Accept through him, our great high priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him, and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours for ever and ever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
we do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table, but you are the same Lord, whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us. Amen.
Let us pray. Loving God, as a mother feeds her children at the breast, you feed us in this sacrament with the food and drink of eternal life. Help us who have tasted your goodness to grow in grace within the household of faith through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your Spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen. to grow in holiness, to deny yourselves, take up your cross and follow him, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.